All right. What is going on, everyone? I hope you guys are having a great day so far. Um, uh, wanted to come on here and uh, talk a little bit about something that's been really going through my head uh, recently, which is the the power of words and more specifically, the power of the words that we use to describe ourselves and how much that can play a role in how we view ourselves and the impact that it has on our behaviors and who we ultimately end up becoming. Because obviously, like, you know, when you think about the people or the person that we end up becoming over a long period of time, um, you know, whether that be the clothes we wear or the way we look or the way our health is um, or the state that we're in, the jobs we have, the careers, it's all based on the behaviors that we uh know implement or do every single day and those behaviors are heavily impacted by the words or the things that we tell ourselves in our head and i want to share with you a specific example of this which is um actually the reason why um my coaching company i thrive nutrition and fitness is named the way that it is uh so i'll take you back a little bit you know tell a little bit of story here um, let's go back to like when I first started coaching clients ever online. And this was back in around, I believe it was, it was like 2017, uh, when I took on my very first, uh, clients and, um, this was like, I never really was planning to take on clients necessarily. I knew it was something I wanted to do after I got done with school, became a dietitian, but I wasn't currently taking clients at the time or really even currently promoting it. Um, but I had just been sharing my own fitness and weight loss journey online, fit, sharing my own recipes, sharing my own meals, sharing my workouts and things, um, and sharing just information that I've been learning through research and this and that through school, and then also just research online. And um, I had a friend, an old friend from high school who reached out and she uh, really wanted to lose weight, was really struggling. And um, she asked me if I was doing any coaching. And I, I wasn't at the time, but I, I knew I wanted to at some point. Um, so I did take her on as a client. Um, I think it was like something extremely low, like 20, 25 bucks a month or something, um, that I had her pay, uh, for like full on coaching. Um, but, uh, I took her on and, you know, she saw incredible results, you know, while, while we were working together. Uh, but obviously like now I was getting in the realm of kind of having my own business in this. Right. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to call my business? Right. Like I have to have some kind of name that I'm going to promote. Like I can just promote my coaching, but um, I had to think of some kind of name and, you know, there are different names thrown out there that people were like named their own coaching companies. Like there weren't a ton of coaches out there at the time, but there were a few. Um, so I was playing around with names here and there. And, um, I came up with, I think the very first name I ever came up with was called, uh, uh, there was an acronym for it that I made up, which was UTS. <laughs> like what, what in the world is UTS? UTS stands for, stood for, you know, in, in my sense, uh, underdog training systems. And that was, that was the full name of it. Kind of, kind of a mouthful. Um, but I think I got it because I followed some, other coaches who were a little bit more like powerlifting coaches and I wasn't doing powerlifting coaching at the time or anything like that, but, um, they were powerlifting coaches. And I think there was a name, it was something training systems. And I think that's where I got the name. So I'm like, okay, training system sounds kind of official. Sounds kind of cool. Um, what am I going to call it though? Like Joey training systems? Nah. 
And I actually, I did try like out like JG fitness at some point, but I'm like, I didn't want my name to really be in the name of the business. I wanted it to feel like kind of separate and I was a part of it versus it just being all about me, I guess. So I was trying to think of names and the name that I thought of was underdog training systems. And the reason why I picked this was not just because I thought, oh, underdog, it sounds cool, right? Like, oh, I'm an underdog. I have this vicious mentality or this or that. Um, but I picked underdog training systems because of my past and where I came from. So, you know, you you guys probably know a lot about my story that I came from an unhealthy home um, as far as like food and nutrition and fitness. You know, my parents didn't really exercise. They were overweight. They um, you know, struggled with diabetes, heart disease, high blood pressure, other heart issues, other health issues. They didn't really prioritize their health um, the way they maybe should have. And I grew up with poor eating habits, um, uh, you know, was constantly eating things like burgers, French fries all the time. And those things are fine in moderation, right? But every single day, especially like deep fried um, uh, French fries, probably not something great. Also, brownies were a big thing, ice cream. So I just grew up with not great eating habits. So I kind of came from this um, mentality or this idea that like I grew up as kind of an underdog and I was going to break out of that and do the exact things that I um do the exact things that I thought weren't possible in my life. So like getting in shape, right? That's something that I always thought like not that I didn't think it was possible for me, but I didn't think it was just in the cards for me. I thought that um like I was maybe going to grow up to be unhealthy just like, you know, my parents. Um and also, too, I was the first um, person in my family, in my immediate family, at least, um, to to go to college and get a college degree. And in that sense, I kind of like embodied the underdog kind of mentality too. like, OK, first first person in my family to go to college, get a degree like that's something that a lot of people wouldn't be able to do, like being the first one. So I kind of like developed that underdog mentality, too, also as well. Um like my family, we we never had a a lot of money growing up. Um, there were you know some Christmases where, like my parents needed help to uh, from the community in different ways to like have us have Christmas presents. Um, so I kind of came from this um, this environment where I felt like you know I I wasn't I never grew up thinking I was going to go to college or get a really good education. I always just thought that wasn't in the cards for me because my family couldn't afford it. I never thought I was really going to be in shape because I grew up with poor eating habits and maybe my genetics weren't great. So I thought that like being in shape, healthy, all of that wasn't in the cards for me. Um, I also thought um, as far as making money, uh, making a decent living when I grew up, I thought that wasn't in the cards for me either. So like all those like big three main things in life. I thought these weren't really in the cards for me. I didn't grow up with these things in my life. So I'm kind of an underdog in that sense to actually achieve those. So I kind of like came up with this name underdog training systems because I wanted to help people who, um, you know, felt like they were in similar situations that I was in who wanted to get out of that and wanted to overcome that and do better for their life. Um, so that's why I developed that name. But as time went on, I didn't necessarily love the name anymore for a couple of reasons. One, the whole training system thing, 
like I mentioned before, I think I got it from like a powerlifting coaching system or powerlifting coaching company that had it. Um, and I didn't really think it fit with what I did because I didn't work with powerlifters and um, also like my coaching, like I do, you know, workouts and exercise and everything for clients. And I'm very educated in that aspect, do a ton of research there. But a big part of what I do is nutrition. So I wanted to include nutrition in the name in, at some point. Um because, you know, I became a registered dietitian, right? Like, I'm not just some person who claims to be a nutritionist online. I went to grad school for this, you know, took a board exam, did my internship and all that. Um, so I wanted nutrition to be like clearly in the name too. But the word underdog was something too that I became kind of pretty passionate about changing. And that's because of while I did come from this background or this past where I think where I'm at now in my life and what I've achieved and where I'm at physically, mentally, and, you know, the business and the coaching, you know, company that I've built, I think I've done a lot of things that somebody else in my position maybe wouldn't have, maybe not that they wouldn't have been able to, but they wouldn't have stuck through it and done. Um, so like, I, I try not to speak, you know, highly of myself, because I really don't think extremely highly sometimes, like, you know, I'm always pretty hard on myself, because I always want to do better. But I, I will say, I think, um, I, I think I've done a good job and I think I want to acknowledge that, you know, I have overcame a lot in my life and done a lot of opposite things compared to what I kind of believed growing up, which has made me, you know, so successful, but I, you know, I, I became successful or I, you know, achieved the success I had so far, despite, um, the belief patterns I had or the things I grew up doing or the habits I had. But I also think that underdog mentality, while it can be a good thing because you can kind of muster up this kind of almost like anger at yourself, right? Like I'm an underdog. I'm angry at like where I'm at now. I'm angry that there's so many people above me. Like I'm going to work really hard to push past that and get to their level or get past their level, right? Like I think that mentality can be helpful to some extent, but I also think it can be a little bit of a detriment. And I think because that underdog mentality of calling yourself an underdog it there's maybe not like an extremely fine line but i don't think the line is super big from adopting this underdog mentality and adopting a victim mentality i think those things can kind of those that line can be blurred a little bit and i think if you're constantly viewing yourself as an underdog, like you're below people or you're dealt with a shorthand compared to other people, it's easy to slip into giving yourself an excuse to not succeed, right? Like if I would have not gotten through college or I would have not been able to lose weight or I would have not gotten in shape or I would have maybe not built a successful business... I could have leaned back on the fact that, well, you know, my family just doesn't come from money. Or I could have leaned back on the fact that, um, you know, like no one else in my family went to college and got a degree so far. So like, it's reasonable for me not to, or I could have leaned back on the fact that, um, uh, you know, other people in my family maybe weren't in shape. So like, you know, it's okay if I'm not in shape. Right. So I think that underdog mentality that once fueled me to do better, I think, to a certain extent, it almost maybe was even starting to be a little bit of a detriment uh, to where like this victim mentality, like, oh, it's okay if I don't necessarily succeed or reach this level because um, I was never meant to be at this level. 
So that's one big reason why I changed it was because that word just like, while it did fuel me a little bit to a certain extent, once that anger kind of passed of where I was at. And once I got to a point where maybe I wasn't extremely successful, but I was maybe a little comfortable, I didn't have anything else to fuel me after that. So that's where I changed the name of my company and my coaching business to I Thrive. I Thrive Nutrition and Fitness. And the reason why I picked I Thrive is because thriving, right? Like that word thrive, it embodies um, uh, just like, like superseding, you know, what's comfortable, right? Like you're not just comfortable. You're not just happy with yourself. You're not just content. You're thriving. You're living your best life. You're not just surviving. You're not just going through the motions. You're achieving more. You're being more, you're impacting more. You're going above and beyond. And you feel like you're getting the most out of the situation or the most out of life, right? That's kind of what I think about when I think about thriving of like, you know, you can survive on, eating crappy food and, you know, exercising here or there, maybe even not exercising at all. Like we can survive through life, but I wanted to really embody the, the point of thriving and living your best life and helping others thrive and live their best life. So that's why I picked the word thrive for my company. And I added the I in front of that, like for a very distinct reason. And not because, I don't know, it sounds cooler. I thrive nutrition and fitness versus thrive nutrition and fitness. I don't know if it really sounds any different. Um, but I wanted to put that I in front of there because I wanted to emphasize to anybody like saying that out loud or to myself that I thrive. Like not just like the idea of thriving, you know, not the idea of succeeding or the idea of going above and beyond and becoming my best self or, you know, somebody becoming their best self. But I wanted to put that I there. So when people said it, or when I say it, I'm reiterating the fact that I, me, this person here, or if, you know, you're listening to this and watching you yourself. So when you're talking about yourself, obviously you'll say I or me, but I'm thriving or I thrive. And I also wanted to make it, you know, more like present tense, like I actively thrive, right? I thrive because no matter what situation I'm in, no matter how difficult it is, no matter, um, you know, all the shit that I've obviously shared that I've been through with, um, you know, my internship with grad school, with my mom passing away, my dad dying, all of this, right? Despite all these not ideal circumstances, I thrive. I am going to find a way to thrive no matter what. And I'm going to find a way to be successful no matter what. I'm going to find a way to be my best no matter what for myself, for my family, for my son, for you know my my other relationships, for whoever. Um, and I, I think it was just really powerful me making that shift in my company name, honestly, for how I showed up as a coach, how I showed up as a business owner, how I showed up in trying to impact more people, and even how I show up as like, you know, a husband and, and a dad, like I'm trying to, I want to thrive. Like I thrive at being a dad and I'm saying it almost like sometimes before it even happens, right? Like you're, you're declaring I thrive sometimes before you are even really thriving because it puts that in your head. Like I'm going to thrive or I'm going to do it. And it just, you know, going back to that point that I kind of mentioned before I started this is. The words that we tell ourselves and the way we describe ourselves make a huge difference in how we actually show up and the behaviors we end up implementing. So now every time I open up my desktop, because I have my logo on the screen, 
I see, I thrive in big, bold letters. I have nutrition and fitness underneath there too with a logo, but big, bold letters, I thrive. So every time I wake up and you know I sit down to work, sit down to coach clients, sit down to do client check-ins or respond to them, send videos, whatever, or sit down to record lives like this or record videos, I am seeing that phrase, I thrive. And it's reiterating in my brain that like, I'm going to succeed or I do succeed actively now, or I'm going to become my best self or I am my best self now, or like, I'm just going to go be above and beyond, or I am currently going above and beyond. And I think that's just really powerful to like, when you make these affirmations or you say these things constantly to yourself and the words you use, it makes a big impact on what you end up believing then. Like if you sit around and tell yourself every single day, oh, like I'm a failure, I suck at this. Um, that's one of like the one of my most or one of the biggest pet peeves I have. And the one the thing that I'm trying to work on the most myself is trying not to describe myself of as like, oh, I'm like I'm a procrastinator. Or like I um, you know, I just don't I don't write well, or I'm not good at speaking, or this or that. I'm trying to not say those things. Because when you say those things, you're putting labels on yourself and almost speaking it into existence. And those are negative things, right? Those are things that I don't want to happen. Like, I don't want to be a procrastinator. I don't want to be a bad speaker. Um, and the same thing goes for you. Like, if you wake up all the time and you say, I'm a failure, I don't eat well, I hate vegetables, I this or that, all these negative things that you want to change, if you keep saying those phrases to yourself and saying, this is how you are, then it's going to be really hard to change because you just keep identifying with those labels and identifying with those negative traits. So instead say the opposite. If you're going to like put a label on yourself, put a good label on yourself or just get out of that habit of saying those things, say good things about yourself. Um, I actually have a client right now who um, has been struggling with a lot of um, like body image issues. Cause it's something that a lot of us struggle with. And I'm actively having her each morning, write down three things that she's grateful for that her body can either do or how it looks or how it feels that way. She's training her brain to think positively about her body, to think positively about herself. And that is going to set herself up to then think positively the rest of the day. And when you think positively about yourself, the rest of the day, you end up implementing more positive behaviors. Um, so just, I wanted to come on here and talk and remind you that the words that we say ourselves say to ourselves are so powerful. And another example of this is when we think about um, somebody who's trying to quit smoking. Um, if you're somebody who's trying to quit smoking and you know somebody passes you a cigarette and you say, no, I'm trying to quit smoking, you aren't going to be successful as successful with that as somebody who says, I'm not a smoker. Like, even if you just decided to stop today, like this is your very first day of deciding to stop. If you label yourself as somebody who's trying not to smoke anymore, like a smoker who's trying to quit versus labeling yourself as a non-smoker, you are going to be far less successful labeling yourself as the first option versus the second. And that's because the default label you're putting on yourself in the first scenario is a smoker who's trying to change. Whereas the default label you're putting yourself in the second scenario is somebody who already does not smoke. Um, and just by doing that, just by phrasing it that way can dramatically impact that person on if they end up taking that cigarette down the road or not that day. So just wanted to come on here, like I said, to remind you 
that the words you say to yourself are powerful and it's played a big role in so many people's lives, whether it's quitting smoking, eating healthier, losing weight, getting better shape. Um, but it's also played a big role in my life and a big role in my company of how I want to approach uh, my coaching, how I want my clients to approach their journeys themselves. I want them to wake up every single day. And, you know, while a lot of the clients we work with have had really hard things that they've gone through and they've overcome, I don't want them to wake up with this underdog, maybe slightly victim mentality. I want them to wake up with this mentality of, yeah, I've been through a lot. I've been through hard stuff and maybe I've been beat down in certain ways here or there figuratively and, or maybe even literally in some cases, but no matter what, I'm going to thrive and I'm going to thrive through this and become my best self, no matter how you know difficult it might be some days. So just want to come on here and share this. Hopefully this was helpful. Um, uh, share it with a friend if you thought it was. I really appreciate it. And uh, that's about it. And I will see you guys in the next one.